Welcome to the Circle Sessions featuring the Circle of Experts. The Circle of Experts are Yasmin Robles from Robles Designs, Tanisha English Amamu of TJE Communications, and Don the Idea Guy. Hi, I'm Bright Johnson from Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Each week, one of the Circle of Experts joins me to talk about the critical aspects of growing your podcast. We focus on marketing, social media, monetization, and website design, and the implementation of all of these together. Well, this week, I have Yasmin here with me from the Circle of Experts, but we're going to flip the table around, and she's going to interview me about um, an event that we worked together, actually uh, Yasmin did, as well as Tanisha and myself, um, a, a second of many that, uh, of, of events that we put on talking about podcasting and, and each of us talking about our expertise about podcasting, about website design, about social media in Tanisha's um, uh, world of expertise. Um Back in episodes 10 and 14, I interviewed Don, the idea guy, and we talked about marketing opportunities for your podcast. And in those, we talked briefly about talking at events and even podcasting live in front of an audience. So what uh, we did along, this has been months ago now, and, and I'll let Yasmin jump in here, is we created this Podcasting 101 series. and But it wasn't just about podcasting, but it was about all these other aspects. So I'm going to get let Yasmin interview me about you know the, the genesis of this concept that I put together, and thank God I had lots of other people around me that wanted to jump on board too. But ask me, ask away, ask about what we did with this. All right. So are you ready to be in the hot seat? I'm ready to be in the hot seat. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, okay. Tell me, how did this all begin from the start? I had this idea of doing this concept of being in front of an audience, people that are interested in podcasting, that either they're podcasters currently or they're looking to podcast or they maybe they're veterans and they just want more information and be on the stage, be in front of them as a workshop a, a, a gosh, the ultimate could be a conference, but uh, you know, but if nothing else, a workshop. The, the the opportunity to for that audience member to have access to people who know what they're talking about, and, and not just about podcasting, but about website design, about social media, about monetization ideas, about just uh, what do I do with this format? How do I get guests on my podcast? You know, this the, the questions that really can stop somebody from podcasting. So I had this idea prior to COVID, but of course COVID hit and, you know, no one was doing anything in person. So once we came out of that, I started working with Don, the idea guy, part of the circle sessions. Uh, and uh, he was at that time working with a radio station. And that radio station was very open to utilizing a, a presentation space they have uh, called the big room. Uh, but the opportunity to seat, you know, up to 50 people easily and just talk about podcasting. And and in that podcasting 101, um I was alone at that point in time thinking, okay, I, it can't just be me. I want other partners with this. And and that was when I was working with you, Yasmin, for my website as well as through Local Chamber, working with Tanisha uh, through the Local Chamber as well uh, here in Columbus, a, one of many local chambers here in Columbus. And the idea dawned on me that, okay, if I bring all of these partners to this, to the to the stage that you each can talk about your expertise, but also bring it back into the podcasting world because um, each piece of what we're talking about is that website design, that uh, social media, it's all pieces that we have to address when we podcast. So let's figure that out and let's bring some some experts to the to the stage to 
address to, to present in the most simple way that we can. can. You know, if you haven't started any in, in any form with your podcast, here's what you need to look at. Again, podcasting 101. Whether what's it, what are the important pieces to a website and a website design? What aren't important at this stage? Social media as well. What to what to look at? How do you go about interviewing someone? And what are the best practices for interviewing? So we do. You know, we brought the basics to that to that two hour information site a session at that radio station and um the attendance wasn't where we wanted it to be which was fine you'd have to agree correct (laughs) but we walked away feeling that you know what we have a group of good people here that we get along we all look at podcasting the same and we're more than willing to take a chance on another event or more events as we go maybe it's more simplified it could be a shorter version of it. And to me, that is a unique situation because you don't find many people you can work with that work well together in that, you know, without a room full of ego to, to do something like this. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work putting it together. But at the same time, we learned from that initial conversation, that initial presentation of what we did badly and what we did pretty good and what we could do differently next time. So that's how it kind of all started in, in regards to my thought process and then getting it together. And, and the reason it was at a radio station, I wanted a bullhorn. You know, all of us could talk about it to our own people, but we also needed that, what I'll call third party, that person, that business, that opportunity for somebody to really yell it out loudly. And, 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 and if anyone has, you know, a local radio station in their market – that can do that for them that would be interested in possibly, you know, enticing them to be a part of a presentation, knowing that, okay, your audience is going to be full of possibly business owners. And those business owners might want to advertise on this radio station because you're bringing this presentation to their back door or this uh, event center or something. Um, Make it, I looked at it as what can all of our presenters get from it? It wasn't just about podcasting, but it was one of those, okay, Yasmin, let's see if we can get some clients for you from that. And Tanisha, the same way, and Don, and and our uh, presenter for interviewing, John Remy, um, it was always about trying to get business for you as well, too. You know, get get your brand out there. Um, and one piece I didn't talk about, I, I know I'm going on and on, but I'm just excited about that first event, is we did um, have the opportunity to talk, uh, 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 have a um, stage full of podcasting experts. Basically, some of my clients that had uh, from just started this year, all the way to um, one of my clients have been podcasting for six years. So it was the opportunity to talk about these different stages of where they are in the podcasting uh, creation. And you know that first year is totally different than year number six. It, it just is because you have different hurdles, you have different aspects, you have different – heck, if nothing else, you have a catalog of back episodes that – you have to look at and go, how can I, you know, use those again versus the newbie that has like, oh, I wish I had 20, you know, 20 episodes to promote. You know, it, it's just a totally different look at it. So we get to cover a lot of ground with that first um, initial uh, presentation. And, 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 and again, we learned a lot from it, but I think it, it, that gave us an opportunity to showcase 
our brain power, our smarts, our, you know, and really collectively look at it as, yeah, this had, you know, this podcasting is not just about creating a podcast. It's about a lot of other things. And I think that's what I wanted to, to, the purpose of it was to really showcase it's, it's, uh, it's, it's something you don't jump into lightly. Yeah. And I agree. It was a lot of fun. And I loved how we were able not to just sit, talk about how to start a website when it comes to tech, but also how does it fit into your business? How can you grow this? How can you interview? And can let's hear about people who have been in it for a year all the way up to six or plus years. I, I love that aspect and how it all came together. But tell me, what was the number one hurdle that you came across or that you saw when creating this very first event? Getting the word out. It, it, I think that was the hardest part, um, and, and it, I think anyone putting an event together like this will have different hurdles. And, and you know, it could have been getting all the partners together that actually, you know, as I said, didn't have an ego in the room, you know, that you could work with. But it's getting the word out. It's very difficult. We um, actually had one date uh, set, and we had maybe a handful of people that signed up. And so we thought, well, let's go with another, let's, let's jump it to another 30 days later. We revised it. We talked, uh, I forget what the initial name of the presentation was called, but we revised it to something a bit, a bit simpler. I talked to two or three different people outside of our circle and say, yep, it didn't work. You know, we only got five people to sign up. And uh, one person suggested, what was the title of the, of the presentation? I told her and she says, you know what? Got to make it something simpler. Just it podcasting 101 you just make it like a like a title for a coursework at college or something like that and that's like yeah that makes sense because I, I know what we did was abc's a business podcasting that's what the initial name was it just came to me and she said it just doesn't say enough it's it's too complicated it, it has too many words in there just podcasting 101 and she said you could subtitle it the abc's a podcast business podcasting or something like that but it, it, it's that eye-catching 101 that sounds simple it does you know that sort of thing i say okay and that did help that helped that next month when we were there the next month, we, I forget what the total number was, but we had more than five. Um, and, and we also, you know, it was the promotional partners that were the biggest piece, it, you know, it, it, putting a right name to it, making it simple, make it understandable as well as, you know, making, making sure that I worked with all the partners on stage that I gave you guys what you needed to promote it as well. So I didn't want that to be a heavy lift for you to create to, you know, uh, any imagery wording. So I, I was trying to spit out as much copy paste, copy paste as you could, and then allow you to add to it, of course, too, that you know, you know how to talk to your people on your social media posts and, and blogs or whatever the case might be. So, you know, th that's the heavy lift. Is that is 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 the is the marketing of it, and making sure everything is there and the, uh, uh, in line so people understand and and just that also the the call to action where can they sign up, how easy that was and we put a price tag to this I, I think that was a big part of it as well too, because um, most people will sign up for something for free and they won't show up because there's no there's no skin in the game as as they say, so we you know that was a big discussion too what price point do we put on this what price point do we put on this, uh you know and as a first time event I think we were just fine I think anybody you know what we put on it wasn't hundreds of dollars but it, it's just that you know if you're gonna pay for it we want you to be here and we know you're gonna walk away with and I think we put fifteen dollars on it or something like twelve fifty or something like that but there's no way you didn't walk out with fifteen dollars worth of. Of, of one thing <laughs> that was worth $15 for, for you uh, coming to this. So um, that was the main point of putting a, a dollar to the ticket is just trying to guarantee more people showing up because they paid for a ticket.
So what opportunities came out of this very first event? For me, the opportunities were working with a group like you guys. Honestly, that 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 made me feel good walking away. Okay, maybe the numbers weren't in attendance were what I wanted them to be, but we, I got the event done. I did an event that I said I was going to. I got to work with you know four or five great people. I I was mentally and physically exhausted after that event because I was really happy with the way it came out. I walked away, you know, walked away feeling good, thinking and and the conversations we had afterwards knowing we can do this again. We can do this again in some fashion, whatever it would look like, but where's the opportunity and how do we um, formulate that presentation based on the time limitations we're given? Or do we, you know, create an event on our own again and look for a venue and do this again and, and tweak this, that, tweak that, you know, that sort of thing to, to uh, knowing what feedback we got. So there's opportunities that for me was that I had now a corral of people that I can just email and they and and I know they'll call back if they have if they, if they have the ability, the availability, I should say, that they'll be a part of the next one. So I, I think those opportunities came. Um, I had good discussions from it from people that were interested in podcasting. I really wasn't expecting any business for it. Honestly, for me, I just wanted to get an event done. That's what, you know, part of it. And my goal was, though, I did want, hopefully, business for the other people that were there, I, you know, in regards to presenters. I did have that goal. I know I couldn't control that, per se, but I was hoping business would come from that because that would um, solidify, or at least kind of know that... When Brett contacts me again, yeah, that's a good event. I got money from, you know, I got business from it, or I got good vibes from it, whatever. I just wanted a positive thing coming from it for everybody that was part of it. Yeah, and I have to agree, the event, and just everybody really jived well together, all of the presenters. And even I, who was presenting, I came out of it so energized and excited to be a part of it and to see all of these podcasters start growing. Um just I don't know. It was a lot. It was a really great event, and it came out really with really great uh, promotion for all of the businesses that were involved in making and bringing it together. Um, so, tell me, how did the next event come together? Then, after you're energized, you're you're mentally exhausted, but you're you're energized in terms of keeping this momentum going. How did the next one come together? So we did have meetings afterwards. I mean, you, you and, and well, if nothing else, I talked to everybody individually or as kind of a group. I know we, uh, you and Tanisha and I met at uh, the one the, the the chamber we're a part of here in in, in Columbus Tri Village Chamber Partnership, and I specifically wanted to sit down with you about that event and talk a little bit, de, you know, detox from it as well as just you know kind of figure out can we do this again, and it just so happened in the same room the you know executive director. Of of the, of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership was there and and she said, would you guys want to do a lunch and learn? And we, I looked at her and going, yeah, <laughs> that would work. I'm, and I kind of looked at you, both of you like, is that okay? <laughs> you know, and and I knew it would be. But um, so we kind of put some plans together. But I, I think it's one of those, once you have an event and you have people that you want to work with, the opportunities come because you're more open to lay it out there going, Hey, I can do this. And you look at event opportunities differently because now all of a sudden we know we can do this at other, 
um, uh, chambers or rotary or whatever, you know, anybody that's looking at some kind of content, some kind of programming, you know, you have it to offer. And it's not just about one thing. It's, it's covering a lot of different areas. So that's how that next event came about was that she offered, it's like, Hey, uh, I'll put you down in April. I'm going, that would be great. And that was, I think that discussion was back in November, December. So I'm thinking, okay, that's four or five months away. That's good. You know, it's not like it's next week. So I know we can pull something together and we just revised what we did uh, in, in regards to presenting. We knew it was going to be a different audience, so we could tweak it to update, and, and but we knew uh, our flow. We knew uh, that, uh, you know, what each of us were talking about. And I guess I, I didn't mention though er, either that as the, the you know, coordinator for this event, I didn't look at any of your content what you're presenting. I, I didn't want to preview it. Um, and, and what really got me was when I was listening to you present and Tanisha present, and I was like, wow, you guys are right on mark. And, and it may have been a mistake not to look. It, it may be somebody else, you know, listening to this, putting an event together may want to, you know, look at the deck and, and see what they're, you know, going to present just so it's in line. But that hit me too. I'm going, oh my gosh, I didn't even ask to preview any of your deck, your, your slides. And you're spot on. We're all talking the same thing, basically. Or if it, you know, you you listen to what I presented, and I, you know, we all listen to each other during that presentation, and we kind of um, said, and as you just heard Brett say, and as you just heard Tanisha say, you know, that sort of thing. So we brought all that together. Um, when you have a team like that, that 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 that's big. That that's one of those. It, it's a cohesive presentation, and I knew going forward with this one we could do it. And so this luncheon word, luncheon learn. We just did this past week, uh, so it had been as a time wise, it'd be April of 2023. Um, we watered this thing down that we, uh, you know, we had about an hour, hour and a half max to present. So um, we just all said, well, let's use tw- do 20 minutes, and then we, um, you know, th- we can easily fill 20 minutes of questions and answers. I think that's a big piece of it too: is make sure that you leave a, a, a huge hole for questions and answers. Because if you do your job and do the presentation well, you are going to definitely get hands raising at the end. And and I know I looked at my watch at the end and uh, we had 20 minutes left and that 20 minutes just flew. <laughs> I, I, think, I know we answered probably five questions, if that, and, and even afterwards, but in some great questions too. So it's, it's always, it, it always leave that time for questions because um, if you're, when you're doing that type of presentation, you think you got it covered, and you know you're not. You, you, you're giving just enough that you do want questions. You know it's going to come out. So um, that event um, came together very well. In fact, we did some pre-planning for that too, uh, much more trying to figure out how, what do we want the attendees to do? What you know, our first one we didn't really get uh, give them a great vehicle for feedback, and we all knew that walking out, going, oh, yeah, those three by five cards really didn't work, did it? <laughs> Because some of the people took them home with them or they didn't leave them behind. So this time we, you know, we purposely put three questions together on a piece of paper. I put some QR codes as well on that piece of paper too. Um, we talked about maybe having them fill out the, the answers to the questions on a QR, uh, you know, the, the mail in was like, oh, let's just write, have them write it down. And then I just put QR codes on the piece of paper as well, connecting all of us our podcast circle sessions, as well as, you know, uh, business QR codes, that sort of thing. So anybody right there could just, we wanted that information in their smartphones. 
just get them in their smartphones right there. So that worked really well. Our, you know, our, uh, you sent, uh, you know, a PDF of all the, the forms that we got. So, you know, we got some really good feedback about, and our questions were, um, you know, talking about what were your expectations, or, you know, what, what was one thing you did learn from this and, and what didn't we cover, what that you would want us to cover. So it was kind of that, what were you walking into thinking? What did you get from? And what, what should we cover next time? You know, it gives us different topics to talk about. So I felt much more um, organized this time around, I think, <laughs> you know, at least the best foot forward. I, I hope you got that same thought. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot more organized. And I loved that we implemented the surveys because people sometimes don't necessarily, they might tell you you did a great job, but they don't tell you, for example, the one thing that stuck out or if there was something that they wanted to dive deeper into. So I am excited that we implemented those. And yeah, I scanned those as fast as I could and sent them over so that we could all get some learnings out of it. Um, But I wanted to follow up on you mentioning that we had a bullhorn or or that third party in the first Mm -hmm. event. And then we also utilize the tribalist chamber partnership. Uh, In our second event for someone who is very brand new to this, how do you, what's your number one tip for getting that third party, almost like borrowing an audience? How do you, what's your tip for getting a person like that or an organization like that to help out? I think the big thing would be that you are giving them value for a lunch and learn or an after hours event or something like that, that they are, these organizations are, some of their, uh, what they do, let me back up and and, and put this in in a better way, they have programming to fill. They have events that they need to do. They have their members that can do it, but maybe they've already gone through members to do presentations. So they're looking for outside. You may not be a member of that chamber. You may not be a member of a rotary or whatever it might be. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean you can't contact that chamber that they might put you on the docket to do some programming. So I think. As long as you put together a presentation that you present to the executive director or whoever, programming director, whatever, and saying, this is what your audience will get out of this. And there's a leap of faith there because a lot of presenters, these outside companies coming in, it is one 60-minute schlock sell, sell, sell. Sometimes it is. Make sure you're not doing that. Present ideas that that the, the attendees of this lunch and learn or this after hours will walk away with information they didn't have before, but will remember you because you presented it to them without being salesy. If they want to learn more about what you do and and the concepts and the ideas that you presented, they're going to contact you. You don't have to hard sell. So whatever you're doing with your podcast, your podcast could be the medium of how you get this out, but then you're presenting yourself as the let's say you're selling insurance and of course nobody really wants to hear about an insurance presentation okay i get it you know it's it's that's the last thing we want to be thinking about but can you present something about the some nuances about insurance that are sexy that you know that it may be the end results of because this family did buy this or you know the end results it's that kind of a fear factor i guess a little bit but i mean just as an example but um you're presenting Ideas. You're presenting um, content that people will walk away with. I mean, we, there was one presentation that was at uh, with the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership that um, it's a computer, nice guy, technology presented the dark web. 
It was the greatest thing. Now, come on. Now, most people, yes. maybe maybe if you're kind of geeking out or you're not a geek and, and website stuff that you don't care about the dark web, but it's like, that was cool. That was, I mean, cause you hear about the dark web and, and that presentation was great, but it wasn't about nice guy technology. It was about the dark web. So what part of your industry can you present tight with your podcast or maybe your podcast is all about it you talk about all these interviews you did on the podcast based on and 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 and, and kind of a collective thought process of okay you know I talked to this 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 and this person you're promoting past episodes wink wink and you're talking about what was the common thread about maybe networking about um, you know how to I, I don't know how to network uh, you know some type of entrepreneur thing whatever but bring back what you're doing with the podcast but there has to be value for that third party to allow you to come in and present and 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 give them a, a solid outline of what you're going to present yeah it, 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 because they're taking a chance on you as well too so and then before you do it practice if it's your first one practice it <laughs> you know you've got the stage for an hour um and I, I and and we came out as well too I think that helped us, even though we're members of the chamber there too. And I think, you know, that that's a benefit, of course, you know, that they, they're going to allow us to be on stage. But I think if you look at that hour presentation, hour and a half presentation, you bring a couple other people too, it breaks it up. I, I, I think that was so positive that we had three different perspectives about podcasting from, you know, three different, le- kind of three legs of a stool. That is the three things you got to think about. And it, somebody got something from one of us. They had to because we were talking about three different totally things about podcasting. But yeah, I think um, th- th- that that's that's how I'd approach getting a third party is that what you're presenting and what you're offering is value to the audience that they need to set programming to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we had this great event um, with the Tribalist Chamber Partnership. We all presented. It, it was great. I felt really energized. What were your what, what's your take on the results? What what happened after? The questions never stopped after we got done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were, the, you know, I, I know I talked for another good 10, 20 minutes. You guys probably were, too. I was just involved in my conversations. You guys are probably talking, too. Um, the results, I was very pleased. We mentioned a few minutes ago about the feedback. We got people to fill out the form. And, and and another thing we asked on that form, too, maybe that helped a little bit, too, is we asked for their social media handles on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it was just LinkedIn because it's a business, obviously, because we were talking about and we presented this at the very beginning that when we post after this event, we want to tag you. So, and we don't want to go searching on LinkedIn for people that are there. So give us your, you know, if you want to be tagged, give us your, give us your LinkedIn handle. We can tag you on any post that we do from the photos that came from the session. Um, so I was really pleased with the feedback that we got literally, you know, those, those um, pieces of paper back and, and could see what we did well and, and what we need to improve on. I think that was good. I, I think uh, the results of just, we had some really, I, some questions very educated, very in the, um, the, 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 the in, in podcasting questions. But one gentleman asked about how would you go about advertising on another podcast to promote my business? You know, he's looking at buying ad space in a podcast. I've never had that question asked before. That's really interesting that podcasting has gotten to that stage that, that, you know, smaller businesses are looking at podcasting as an advertising medium now. 
we've gotten to that stage. That's really interesting that that came up. And it kind of threw me at first because it, there, there are a lot of questions I wanted to ask of him, you know, because it's not really a question that's easily answered without some background. But I, I think we generically answered it. And we all three jumped in on out, quite frankly, on, on, on um, answering that. But that has been that that question really threw me in regards to wow, we are getting, podcasting is now becoming a bit more sophisticated than I realize that people are looking at it as an advertising medium. Um, so that's, that's great um, that they're looking at it as another checklist to take a look at. Um, I think, you know, I, it's funny, I talked to the executive director um, right afterwards and I asked her, I said, so was everything okay to work out real well? You know, what, what, you know, what were your thoughts on it? She says, hey, as long as I have to just intro you guys and I'm done, I'm cool. <laughs> So, you know, that was a good result that, you know, programming went off without a hitch. Most of those people don't like to be on mic or be in front of people. You know, we just don't. So I think she loved to being on autopilot for 90 minutes. She was extremely happy with it. So um, and and I I just I was really happy with the engagement. I I really was. And, And to me. I was not, yes, I would love to work with anybody in that room. I know you guys would too, but we also know you got to plant the seed. We will get people to work with us as clients six months, nine months from now because we did that in April. That's, that, that's, you can't expect results immediately. It's not going to happen because they're, those folks in that room were not ready to pull the trigger on something yet. Whether it's social media, whether it's website design or podcasting, it's something they, they were there because they've thought about it. They've heard a lot about it. They want to learn more about it from the experts. Now they're, the, now they're one step closer. And that next step closer, we don't know what it is until they contact us. And that's, that it's just a time thing. Uh, that you just have to put the work in and know that you'll reap the rewards later on in regards to maybe one person will contact us. Who knows? Yeah. So what do we do moving forward and how do we keep this really working for us and for the potential attendees? Well, we talked a little bit afterwards, kind of where, what events can we be a part of? Um, you know, it, it, a lot of it comes down to, do we, you know, look at another fall event that we put on with another third-party partner that has an event uh, space that won't cost us anything? <laughs> that was a big thing working the, the the initial one. I wanted to make sure that, you know, it didn't, it didn't there, there was no money in it. Um, it might be to a stage that might pay for an event place, but, you know, again, I, I'd rather not. So it's, it's that looking at the next event in regard to having our own possibly again. I think looking at, as we mentioned earlier, what organizations need programming filled. So looking, and, and I think, you, you know, you can go to the obvious ones, but a lot of a lot of folks, um, you just don't, like um, co-working spaces. They put on programming events. That, that I think those are easy ones to go knock on the door and just call, hey, do you put on programming events? Or look at their website and see what they do. Can you contact, even though you're not a member there, why not? I think that's something we can look at is, you know, working with other co-working spaces that are full of entrepreneurs that are looking at, you know, all these aspects of podcasting, website design, social media, how to do this, that, or the other with podcasting. So um, I I think it's the next is just, you know, utilizing all the partners we have, you, me, Tanisha, Don, John Remy, you know, part of our first initial throw and 
keeping our ears open and our eyes open for for opportunities because we know we work well together. Now, we may have to, you know, uh, hold our breath for a bit because uh, Tanisha is pregnant and due, so we won't be able to do anything for a bit, but, you know, um, with her included, but we can, um, you know, definitely be specific about, okay, we can do two out of a, two out of our five or you know four or five people and and such and I think we also have the opportunity if there's another aspect of this that I haven't really thought about maybe the video piece of you know bringing another partner presenter in and and look at is like okay yeah the video piece is huge now what do we do about video is there somebody we can work with that could present how to do video with podcasting and when you should and why you shouldn't um, sort of thing so I think there's expansions that we could look at too so I think the next is just you know look Looking at opportunities and knowing we have a very good product to present, a, a cohesive presentation that people get excited about, that they learn from, they do have takeaways from it. I think we can do more with what you know, how we gather information, what we could would leave behind as a group. You know that you know us coming together and doing that first presentation late in 2022 also. St- you know, started us doing the circle sessions. I wanted us to continue to brand ourselves that we have a reference point going, yeah, if you want to hear more from Yasmin, from Tanisha, from Don, from Brett, we now have a podcast. And each episode talks about something specific that you heard on stage. So listen to only the Don episodes if you want. Only listen to you know Yasmin's episodes. We've got them as a collection. So, you know, I, I, we put that as a link. So, um, but we do want you to listen to them all though, because you're going to, what you heard on stage, we deep dive uh, on stuff there on stage. So th- that's another aspect that we get to grow this podcast as well as we move on. So, uh, you know, it's, I, there are a lot of moving parts with this that I'm still excited about that. It, it I'm, I'm glad that all four of us are still working together with this. This is fun, um, and and it gives us a an opportunity, if nothing else, to become better on stage, to do your presentation that you're you know you can talk in front of people, and that's I think that's big. I think that's big as a podcaster because we get used to being behind the mic. You've got to get out from behind the mic and talk to people, network, be able to talk about what you do with your podcast, your business podcast, your business. And talk about it succinctly and doing presentations like this really help. So it's kind of self-serving a little bit for me, but at the same time, you know, I, I, it, it's definitely a, a, you know, a marketing tool that we are working on that I hope, you know, lifts us all up over time. Yeah, I completely agree. It's for myself, uh, providing presentations it's interesting where I don't consider myself an extrovert, but I like going to these events and promoting the business. And then it was so great having other people there presenting with me because it just wasn't me speaking for an hour. And there were other experts there that I could refer back to. So if they wanted to know more about specific podcasting things, I could refer to you. If they wanted to know about social media, I could refer to Tanisha. And it just felt like a very cohesive, a very good flow. And like I said, we all jived really well together. So I was really excited for that. And yeah, the the surveys, I think this time around were great. I know that I really had wanted more feedback from that first round that we did. And this round, I just loved it. And I love that we had it on paper and I put it into a PDF for everyone. I, I, I think that was one of the great ideas. And then the partners. And this is what a lot of marketing people will say when it comes to trying to get the word out there 
is to utilize other people people's audiences and presenting really does help whether it's a link back to your website whether they're posting about you on social media or um, promoting you in some other way on their email list it's really great to borrow those partners like we did and and get the word out there about our podcast about what we're doing and and yeah we're going to keep the momentum going um i like working with all of you guys and just we got to wait for tanisha to to pop out her baby although i did threaten to be there with a microphone <laughs> but um, but all joking aside, we're, we're probably going to wait till she has re- fully recuperated, uh, recovered, and yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, and, and you know, one thought that just came to me too is as a potential, and I'm not, a, you know, I think we've kind of moved away from the Zoom webinars and that sort of thing. But at the same time, um, it does give an opportunity for those. We're all local here in Columbus, Ohio, but it also gives us an opportunity to present our brain power, our expertise, our branding outside of Columbus to, to do a Zoom session, to do a, you know, a, a branding, a, a webinar session. And that could be on the horizon too. I mean, we'll, whatever we put together, we will obviously promote within our podcast and our social media platform as well. But I, I don't think we, I, I don't, we haven't really talked about, you know, that the, the digital presentation of this. I think we could pull that off. He was just thinking, well, if Tanisha's out, but wait a minute, she could do a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she'll want to right away, but she could, I guess, but no. Um, but but it it's certainly, you know, if you look at it that way, you kind of want to get out of um, your shell and, and or out of your region with what you do. Yeah, the, uh, you know, the Zoom meetings and the uh, web presentations are a good way of doing that, too. Even if you have five people that show up, so what? You've recorded it, you've done it, and you can repurpose it. So, uh, you know, it, it's all, it, it's definitely well worth the thought process of it. If, if you know, uh, those that are listening, you know, thinking about it, it's like, well, I could do that, but all my people that I want to work with are different locations. We'll put a web presentations together. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it doesn't matter who, who it does matter, of course, who attends, but it, but it doesn't matter because you're recording. And you can repurpose what you just did in some fashion to present again or even behind a paywall if it was really good. I mean, however you want to do it, um, as long as you record what you've got. So um, I think I think once you have your core people to do this, it, it, the opportunities are kind of limitless as long as everybody's creative and have the flexibility and, and um, it, it serves the purpose of why they're part of the group. Yasmin, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, talk a little bit more about what you know, how you did this presentation with me, our group. Uh, how can they get a hold of you? Or you know, talk about websites. Let's not get away from the events, but just talk about websites. How can they get a hold of you? Any questions that you guys might have, you can reach me. You can message me on Instagram at Robles Design Studio. You can find me on LinkedIn, Yasmin Robles, and you can always find me on my website, RoblesDesigns.com. If you are so inclined, uh, you can download a free website checklist at RoblesDesigns.com slash checklist and i'm open to any questions even about this event about our upcoming any future events and and how we we put it together i'm an open book as well as i am get a hold of me at mypodcastguy.com we'll get back to our regular rotation of a regular scheduled programming <laughs> as we move on with future episodes but again we wanted to you know kind of do a post-mortem on this event because we we're so excited about what we did but uh, again thanks listener for listening to the circle sessions 